Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Thank you for listening to part three of In The Moment. Welcome to part four. Who's next? All right, now it's time for KDA shit. You want to talk about parents, Scott? It's your moment. That doesn't mean I ain't shit, but... I just wanted to know because there was a debate going on between my mother and one of my cousins. And my mom, I can't remember who it was. I don't think it was the whole JT and Amy situation. This was like right before. She was just talking about a celebrity being dirty because he cheated on his wife. Homeboy from what? Boys to Men? Did he cheat on his woman? Why ain't one of them did. Oh. One of them cheated on yeah. their wives from Boys to Men. And we were talking about the song Let It Snow, which is classic. You know, everybody knows. Let it snow. Hey. Let it snow. Yeah. But anywho, we were talking about that. And she's like, you know, for a while, I couldn't look at Boys to Men the same after so-and-so cheated on his wife. Like, that's mm-hmm. how my mom is. She's one of those sometimes, right? I get it. And so... Her cousin who was on the phone was like, wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. So you mean to tell me you couldn't support him because his, he cheated on his wife? That's just what happens, you know? So you're not going to be my cousin, my family anymore if I told you that I stepped out on my husband? Uh-oh. And my mom was like, whoa, 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 that's different. Because no, you're my cousin. No, it's not. I'm like, nah, it's not nah. Different. Keep that same energy. Keep that same energy. It's not different. Just because they family, yeah. what you mean? Yeah. And so then she went on to continue this conversation to say, hey, if my child did anything like that, where they came to me and was like, yo, I had an affair or I did something that was a little scandalous or something that you would judge me for, she's like, as a parent, I'm going to still support them. So then I started thinking about this. As a parent, how far do you go in the support line with your child before you say, oh, you did way too much. I can't support you here. For me? Yeah. If you, for, I ain't going to hold you. For me, if it's a parent. Because it's obviously different with whatever your relationship is with the person that is committing the offense. But as a parent, I don't I don't have a kid. But if I were to, I would think there's no limit. I'm going to be honest. I'm Master P with it. Even if somebody was like, yo, all right, Dad, look. I don't know what happened. I just blacked out. Here. This is the murder weapon. It comes to you. It is what it is. Like, I'm not saying that I'm going to um, hide you. Mm-hmm and help be an accomplice to the situation. I actually thought about this, not to make it dark, but with the Jeffrey Dahmer situation, mm-hmm. right, on Netflix, when his parents, and they had their conversation with him. And it's like you could, I don't know how it was in real life, but as they were acting it out, you could kind of feel it as parents. Like, damn, bro. Like, I, ah, you know? created you. Yeah. I feel responsible. I got so many feelings. I feel like like this is my fault. Should I be in jail? You know, I can't defend you. That's kind of, as a parent, I would imagine that that's your number one instinct is to protect. And you, you can't because when it's that bad, it is what it is, right? So it's like what I think I would feel as a parent is I'm not about to walk you to the police station, but you're not about to stay here either if it's that bad. You okay. know what I'm saying? Okay. I get you because I would just be a conflicted parent. Like I would want to help my child. Also, I would think where did I go wrong? And let's bring it back a couple of levels, right? Mm-hmm. Something a little more 
Simple. Right. If your child tells you that they're cheating on their spouse. Oh, you want part today. Right? Okay. Yeah. Like, yo, dad, look, I've been having this little love affair. This is my son? It used to be just physical. Oh. But now it's just too emotional. For, anyhow, um, if he do that dance, he's not my son. <laughs> so your son now, now we're going to Maury. E- either no, we're going or. to Maury now. All right. <laughs> either yeah. or, right? All right uh-huh. Your son or your daughter. And they keep bringing that spouse around. You're going to lie in their face, even though you know that your child is cheating Ooh. on them? Oh, that's a ball. Hold up. I want to get Tommy's take on this. I'm very interested in this, actually. What up? Can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. If you have a a son or a daughter, Mm -hmm. and they come to you, and they are honest about the fact that they are cheating on their spouse, Mm -hmm. you you as a dad, do you support them through it and allow them to bring their spouse over and pretend that absolutely nothing is going on? Oh, hell no. How would you handle it? I would side with uh, my son or daughter's spouse. Really? What? Yeah. I, that's one thing I don't put up with from anybody, cheating. Like, if Renee cheated on me, that'd be it. Mm. I'm not one of these people that I'm not going to go through therapy, try and work it out. It's a one and done. Zero tolerance. And I would not teach my kids to do that. And if my kid did that, and I mean, not even a kid. At that point, they're yeah. mm-hmm. an adult. Grown, yeah. If they were to do that, I'd be like, you need to, you know, repent. You better crawl back, by, be behind the diamonds, do everything she says. I was like, because I don't know where you celebrating Brayden. Christmas this year, but it won't be with her. And the way you're going, it ain't gonna be with me. Wow, <laughs> that's a strong take. Okay, wow. You yeah. so you wouldn't snitch on them, but you would let them know, like either you got to say something or you're not even coming over here with that. Oh yeah, I'm I'm not fronting for them. Mm-mm. Not even your kids, Tommy. Nope. <laughs> not if it's wrong. Nah. I mean, it is wrong. Cheating yeah. is always wrong. Wow. Even like your daughter. Mm, yeah, cause she's wrong. She is wrong. Tommy, wow. you are a strong man. You think, what do you think? What do you think Jesus is going to say? <laughs> You're right, though. Like, You're right. Jesus, did Mar- gonna, like, look. Did she, is she cheating? Is she cheating on me? Jesus, what do you think? <laughs> look, I'll get it, you, my kid. You ain't stop me from getting in heaven. Yeah, you do that shit if you want to with you. Jesus is going to take two worry. steps to the right so he don't get struck by his own lightning. Take it back now, y'all. This heaven got passed for one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. I appreciate you, Tommy. You got it. That's a strong take. Katie, what you doing? I would just, I'm not going to do my child like that. I will tell them that they need to say something, though. I'm like, look, you can't just keep bringing around so-and-so now here. Now, you know eventually my face ain't going to lie, and I'm going to slip up and say the other person's name. Now, you better not right. get me caught up. All right, so look, I'm going <laughs> to fuck with you, right? What if your son yeah. happens to be the Diddy type? He just loving him? Yeah, you got a few things. As long as they know about each other, that's fine. You wouldn't care? No. So it's the lying part. Yes. You wouldn't care if your son or your daughter had hoes. You just, if you lying, it's a problem. Yes, you have to be upfront about it. Can your son or your daughter bring home three, four hoes for Thanksgiving? No, hell no. That's a lot no. of mouths to feed, brother. Ain't nobody. If they your hoes, they your hoes. They yeah. know their place. It's not at the house. 
for Thanksgiving. It's not family time. So can Diddy That's bring reserved. Carisha? No, that is reserved time. So he got to bring the the young lady that has the actual baby with him. Not even that. He can't. Who can he bring? I mean, unless you bring in the child. If uh, you bring the child, then it's like a okay. Because your grandma, you gotta get over it. Yeah, it's the whole thing. But okay. if you're not bring, no, she can go too because she knew what she was doing too. Nah, All she right. ain't family. The baby is. She can't get no plate. Eh. Low vibration. <laughs> At least a low vibration joint. <laughs> <laughs> she can't get the low. All right, so I think. The conclusion that we've come to here is basically you got to keep the same energy. Mm-hmm. If you feel a way about a celebrity or an artist doing something, you have to feel the same way about your family member. Yeah. I completely agree with that. No fight here. Who's next? All right, now it's time for Lyrics of the Week. It's a new song by Rema and Selena Gomez called Calm Down. Okay. Fire. It's a bop. But you know how I feel every time I bring a song to the pod. Throwing lyrics of the week. You gonna argue lyrics that we don't understand? We don't need to understand the rest of them. No. But to put that into context, I asked Katie if she had heard the song, and she's telling me no. And I'm like, there's no way Katie hasn't heard this song because the station we work for plays this song every five minutes. So as soon as I play it, she knows it. And it sounds like this. Come down. Come down. <laughs> that was Selena Gomez, ladies and gentlemen. That was... That was and there's the reason why I'm mad at this song, because you know I don't like when songs are fake. Mm-hmm. Now, this song is fire. Yeah. In what world, when you hear that beat, you hear the vocals, it gives you island vibes. We're excited. Yeah. I'm now, I'm now, mm-hmm. we dancing, you got the nasty face on, you doing all of that. You getting your little freak leak on, look like Freak Nick again. Your mama out there getting it, right? Nah. Yes. That's bullshit. Name one woman you seen a man tell to calm down more than once, and that shit went like an island vibes ended. I dare you. I want every man that's currently listening to this podcast to try that shit. Go ahead and tell your woman the next time you feel like it's necessary to come down, come down, come down. Good. I, I challenge you this. No good. Yep. It's how he says it. If you say it like that, you think it's going to work? No, 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 no. I'm just saying, imagine y'all in the moment and she want to argue and be like, I'm yeah. tired of you, Jody. All right, let's try right? it. Again. You're arguing me. Go ahead. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna do it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Argue me. <laughs> no, no, you that's mad? Not no, the show way. me. No, show me. You mad? Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> nah, go ahead. Show me how this I'm works. I'm so sick of your bullshit. Like every time I come around, you want to act like you don't give me no time, no energy, no nothing. You barely even feed me. All I want is Starbucks, and you can't even do that. Oh, oh. You yep. know what? There's a whole bunch of other dudes oh. I can be out here with. Okay. And you ain't it. Okay, mama. You, you no, no, mama. Come no, down. No, no, no. Come down. What you mean? No, come down. No. No, come down. <laughs> no. Okay, see my point. I made my point. But I you made can't my point. say it like that. Well, that's how I said it, Katie. That's how I said. How was he supposed to say it? Yeah, that's true. That's how I said it. If you want to tell your woman calm down, you got to do it in a sexual way. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good luck. Nah, you, you can be. Shh, calm down. Oh, now, nah, yeah, that's different. <laughs> that's that's, that's yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. You got to say it like Silk used to say, ooh. <laughs> See, you know what I mean? I'm a different guy to calm down. I'm trying to do that. Nah. Who's next? All right, that's time for Women of the Week. The Woman of the Week is Gabrielle Carteris. I thought that was fire. I saw it on Twitter today. She used to do, um, it was some kind of project that they were working on, and she was doing it with Alfonso. Oh, that video? That old throwback video? You know what I'm talking about? My man from uh, Carlton. Yeah. From Fresh Prince. Uh-huh. And they was doing like tightroping and all that. Yes. Yes. I saw that video. So I saw a clip where basically uh, she was doing that with him. And I guess to celebrate the moment, she hugged him. And the producers of the television show that they were working on said, hey, that was perfect. But when you do it tomorrow, live, 
on air, don't hug him. And she was like, okay, but why? And they said, you know, because he's black and you're white and we are kind of filming for places where they wouldn't appreciate that. And so she said, okay. And then she went to Alfonso and said, yo, the producer said that when we do this tomorrow live, because I'm a white woman and you're a black man, that I shouldn't hug you because they're not going to accept that. So she said, I think personally it would be fitting if I kissed you. And he said, it's not unusual. <laughs> Go for it, Queen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the next time that they filmed, she did the tightrope. They kissed each other and they hugged and it was amazing. And I was like. That's even better. Hey, oh, shout out to her for that. Fire. Absolutely. Take your racism and shove it up your ass. Mm-hmm. Who's next? All right, now it's time for Sick Old Ward. He's so fake, but I'm so real. Yeah, I'm so sick, but he's just there. Sick Old Ward is going to. Whoever the hell you beefing with on TikTok? Some Um. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it's not. Nah, nah, tell her. No, boo. You're not going to talk to none of Yo, us like that. Some people take things a little bit too seriously, but I gave her a review because Nobu Atlanta, it, it's here. And if you don't know what Nobu is, just look it up. It's a well-known restaurant and hotel combo that's, you know, in California and Mal- Malibu and all these other great cities. And it finally hit Atlanta and everybody's like, oh, we got to go to Nobu. Go Nobu. It's booked out for like four months. That's the reservations, crazy. it's hard to get. So mm-hmm. went on a date, tried it. Eh. To me, it was mid. I posted a review about this on TikTok. A lot of people were like, thank you, because a lot of the reviews that I saw, I did my research before I went, and the reviews were, like, so positive and like, ooh, luxury black girl goes to Nobu for date night. I hate those bougie, stuck-up women doing these reviews. Mm -hmm. I hate those. So I was like, I gave just an honest review. I was like, I didn't try everything that everyone tried for a reason to see what you really like. When you're not having the fan favorites, what are you really like on the menu? I did this whole thing, and some woman came out. I was like, see, this is why you can't give black people nothing. Y'all just blah, 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 shitting on the company, da, 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 da. Like, she was big mad. Mm-hmm. It was just a simple review. Yeah. And I didn't deter anyone from trying it. I said, you know what? Not for me. Try it. Yes. I think people should still try Nobu if you want to try it, because a lot of things that I didn't have on the menu. Yeah. However, she can sit her hating ass down. That's a fact. We're going to take shots okay. from everybody else, but we, but Nobu, we're not going to take shots from you. Mm-mm. You heard? Why is you reviewing Katie's review? Like... Who reviews a review? Right? Yeah, nah, calm down. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't trying that shit. You gotta go. You the sicko of the week. Who's next? All right, reflective moment of the week. My trouble used to just double. When I ain't have a dollar, I used to struggle to struggle. Yeah, I was dreaming about the game. I'm gonna tell a quick story, and I think the reason I want to tell the story is because I want to inspire people to fight. You have to fight. And by fight, I don't mean physically all the time. I just mean that's how life goes. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we find ourselves in situations where we are outside of our comfort zone. Uh, things are just not going your way. Uh, life is not throwing you any assist. This happens to all of us. Whether you are a person who is in a good position or you're not in a good position, the holidays make me think about this often, obviously, because the holidays are great for some and it's not so great for others. And life is just a struggle. Mm-hmm. As humans. And I thought about this story the other day when I was talking to my man because it reminded me of the respect that you get when you choose to fight. Here's the analogy. I personally believe that life and the universe will respect you if you're a fighter. If you are truly willing 
to not only speak it, but walk it and fight for it. You can't just ask for it. You can put it into the universe and say, I want it, but you have to actually put the action behind it and say, I'm willing to fight for it. And at that point, I believe that that's when life will actually say, I'm going to work for you, not against you. And a perfect example of that. So when I was young, I lived in a hood. Fighting was like an everyday thing. Just kind of was what it was. Sometimes you had to fight. And I remember my dad was like, all right, since you're coming home, you're getting into trouble a lot, I'm going to put you into boxing. Since you want to fight anyway, at least you're going to learn how to fight. Mm-hmm. So if you have to, you can defend yourself. Right. Cool. So I started to box. And I got my confidence up. And I won a lot, like pretty much every fight until Charles Fisher. Never forget this. I was at the point where I was feeling myself because I was getting busy. And Charles was the first guy I fought that was just clearly better than me. He was older than me. He was stronger than me. He was more experienced than me. He was better than me. But my mind wouldn't allow me to believe that. So I had no business fighting him. I wasn't ready. But I wasn't about to tell my trainers that. I wasn't going to tell my handlers that. I'm like, put me in the ring with anybody. I win. So I got in the ring with him. And... I fought him, and I lost. It was my first loss. Mm -hmm. But he didn't knock me out and nothing crazy like that, but he gave me work. And I should have saw it at the time like, damn, this dude has been fighting for so long, and he's undefeated, and he's older than me, he's stronger than me, he's all of these things. I should have saw it like that. Like, it was an honor to even have been in there and give him a challenge. But my mind wouldn't let me accept that. Because it was like, I lost. That was all I saw. It was nothing else. Everybody around me was saying, Mo, like, you got something, bro. Like, how you even was. But to me, it was like, no, it is no moral victories. An L is an L. Mm-hmm. So I end up seeing him in the street one day. And I realized at that night, I won't go into the details of what happened, but I realized he wasn't only that dude in the ring. He was that dude in the street. He was like that. And at the time, as a youngin', it was like, I didn't know how to feel because I almost felt like he had my number to where I would kind of lose confidence when I was around, anything like that. That's what we do as humans, right? It's natural. So one day, as I got older, I'll never forget this, and I was, I was doing all right for myself in life at this point. And of course, if you ever grew up in a hood or anything like that, when you become a little successful, you kind of have to deal with the people you grew up with kind of giving you the energy of you're not like that anymore. You change. You this, you that. And you come around. You don't come say hello, all of that, right? So (laughs) I went back one day to go kick it with my friends who were still in those spaces. It wasn't nothing. It was cool. It was a good time. And then I decided to go to the Chinese spot. If you're from New York, you know what time it is, right? I'm in the Chinese spot. And this is 10 years after Charles beat my ass, right? And I learned he was like that. I turn around. Guess who's in the Chinese spot? Nah. Oh, you guessed it. Nah. There go Charles. (laughs) There go Fish. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm looking, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. 
Now, he's still like that. Mm-hmm. The last time I saw him, it wasn't friendly. It just wasn't a friendly exchange. Now, you would think all these years have passed. We still not going to have that energy. But you don't really know. Right? Like, how do you know? Mm-hmm. I'm with one person. Right. And I'm with somebody that's not even from New York. They're not even from that space or that energy. They don't even understand, like, what's happening here. He's with, like, seven people. So in my mind, <sighs> well, I looked at the dude I was with. I was like, hey, man, I got to tell you a little story. <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, I'm sorry mm-hmm. that we in this situation, mm-hmm. and I don't know how this is gonna go, but man and man, I feel like I have to at least tell you, right? And I know he's not like that, mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that, right? Because he doesn't pretend to be. It's not his space. So I wanted him to know, like, yo, if something go down in here, I don't want you to feel obligated to help or nothing like that. Like, just just get out the way. Just know. Just know yeah. it might it might you know what I mean. And this is why. So he said, all right, he said, all right. I can see in his eyes. He's terrified. I get it. It's mm-hmm. fine. So I'm looking at Charles. Now I'm looking at him, and Charles is looking at me. And I could kind of see the whole, like, everybody's with kind of looking. I'm like, oh, shit. He recognizes me. And this is one of those moments where I wish my face had changed. But every yeah. time somebody sees me, they'd be like, your face ain't changed today. And I'm like, okay, it's not helping right now. <laughs> like, damn it. I wish I could grow a beard. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I don't know how this going to go. So I'm trying to get my food as I'm walking out the store. I'm walking towards the door. He starts walking towards me. Here we go. It is what it is. Yo, Mo. Act like I ain't hear it. If you're from New York, you know the Chinese spots ain't that big. Mm. No, you heard it. You know what I'm saying? Yo, what up? You know who I am? You remember me? Nah. <laughs> Not at all, fam. Not even a little bit. It's Charles. It's Fish. Oh! Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he sticks his hand out. I ain't know what to do. Because there are times when somebody stick their hand out to get your hand, catch you off guard, and now we here. Yeah. And if I'm being completely honest... I'm scoping out the environment and how everybody's looking and feeling. It don't feel like they are the kind that would have got over some beef. Oh, yeah. They, I mean, they ain't in for any kind of beef. hmm So I reach my hand out and I'm like, it is what it is. He shakes my hand. And he looks at these dudes. And I promise you, they all look like they, they like that right now. So I have no idea what's about to happen. And he said, this is a dude I was talking about. All of the stories I was telling y'all about that young kid back in the day that like was wasn't scared and really was like stepped to me and really this is him. And immediately I could just feel the energy change. It went from like, what's this to it was respect. Mm-hmm. It was up with him. What's your name? All right, yo, you doing that? Oh, you doing this? And it was love. It was Leo, what you got? Oh, no, nah, no, nah, it's my hood. Bye bye. He took care of me. And it was love. And I just remember that moment of that could have went so left. But what it said to me was, all these years later, I got in that ring terrified, not even thinking that I was really like that, but I gave him a fight. Right. I wasn't going to beat him, mm-hmm. but I gave him a fight. He remembered that. So much so that he told everybody around him to where now they looking at me with respect, and I left and didn't even have to pay for my meal when I thought my life was in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. So I say that to say it's an analogy of life. Like, I believe that. You have to put up a fight. You don't have to win. Like, that's the mindset sometimes that I feel like we get wrong. You're not going to win them all. You're just not. Sometimes when we lose, whatever the battle is, because we're going to lose a lot of battles in life, right? The war is obviously the end of your life, but the battles in between that, you got to lose some. Right. But fight. That's the point of it. You have to fight. 
Because so long as you do that, I believe that life will respect you and it will never forget. And once you get life's respect, life will always work in your favor. Well said. Thank you. Who's next? Quote of the week. You can't make someone love you by giving them more of what they already don't appreciate. Mm. That's the quote of the week. I think a lot of people are in that situation. You know what I'm saying? Well, let me try this. Let me try that. Let me try this. If I do this, if I do that, if I come from around the corner, if I cut, no, none of that's going to work. Mm-mm. They already don't appreciate you. They showed you that. It's a problem. I'm feeling a little appreciated. Talk about it. You know what I mean? I don't know how much more uh. I can take from you. Cherish, man. Where they at? <laughs> if he or she don't appreciate you, if you can't gain an understanding, then you need an escape. Ooh. Mm. Who can I? <laughs> Pod follow. Stop playing with me. You know what time it is. Who's next? All right, before we get out of here, I got one little piece of advice. But before that, y'all got anything y'all want to add to the holiday podcast? Anything you want to say to the listeners? Anything you want to close with? Have a holly jolly Christmas. Wow, you really came original on that one. It's the best time of the year. Wow, another original one. What else? (laughs) Ho, ho, ho. What else you got? Underneath the mistletoe. Oh, you just want to use use your mouth. What was my man name? What was mouth name? Because his mistletoe got to be crazy. Tony. Tony, what's his name? Tony, Tony, Tony. You heard? It doesn't rain. You heard? I see when I get there. Tony over there on the flight of LX. You know what I mean? Hey. You gonna lay your head on that pillow. You know what I'm talking hey. about? And just relax. That's it. That's all Katie asking you. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, smash it. Smash Shout out to Tony. Tony and Tony. All of them. Mm. All right, before I get out of here, y'all, I'm gonna give y'all one last piece of advice because I saw this video and I thought it was fire. It was from a gentleman who writes a lot of music for a lot of different people, and he was speaking about uh, Luther Vandross. Mm, All right, shout out to Harold Lilly Jr. I didn't know who he was. I learned who his dad was. His dad was really big in music, and he's a really, really big writer who has, I mean, he's written for everybody. Like, you name him, he's written for him. But he told this Luther Vandross story that I thought was fire and I also thought was inspirational because he called Luther uh, one day after he wrote a song for him. I believe he wrote, um, excuse me, miss, what's your name? And Can, Can I take you home tonight? Can I take you out, out tonight, tonight, right? I believe he wrote that. So he sent Luther the verse. Mm-hmm. Luther liked the verse. Well, the funny thing was at first he said... <laughs> He said when he called Luther, right, he got the message. Yo, Luther want to talk to you. So he called Luther. And he said elevator music came on. And it was Luther. Mm-hmm. He says the only time he ever called somebody and they had their own pause music. That's dope. That's fire. That's super fire. That's right? fire. So if you don't think the next time you call me, I'm not going to scramble and put my shit on from the <laughs> laptop and put it on speaker. <laughs> Yo, wait. Katie going to be like, what the fuck? Should have knew she was a freak. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's not playing with me. Okay, y'all can't even have it, y'all. But he said Luther had on, held on that Luther. And we'll play the clip to end the part. But basically the message was fire because he said when Luther answered, Luther said to him, yo, I like the verse. But it's too specific. It's not general enough. Like it's like you're talking to one specific person. Luther wanted 
the message to be for anyone mm-hmm. who is listening. It could be anyone talking to anyone. And he said, okay, I can do that. So Luther said, when can you have it back to me? He said, y'all, I'm at the bowling alley right now. But give me a couple days, I'll get it right to you. Luther said, yo, something to the extent of, I got five, six cars. But when I want to drive the car I want to drive, I get in that car. So if that car is not working, then I send it to the mechanic and I say, I need this. And they tell me I'll get it back to you in two or three days. What you think about to happen? Get my money in the car. It's going to another mechanic. Right. Who can get that shit done right now. So what you mean? And the homie. All right. Yeah, I, I, I have it to you in a little bit. I give, give me an hour. And then it turned into that. But it was just a reminder of, you can't play with really wanting to be like that. If you like that, no, it's right now. It ain't none of that, yo, I'll get a couple days. Yo, give me a week. Right? How many times you hear people, they want it. They want to pop. They want to be successful. They want to win. They want everything. They want all life has to offer. But when you say, all right, give it to me, they say, I need a week. Nah, yo, there's somebody out here that had that shit in an hour. What you mean a week? What you mean a day? No, somebody that don't have it in an hour. Mm-hmm. So do you really want it or are you playing? And I thought that was a fire message. And now he's one of the best writers and the most accomplished writers of all time because Luther had to step to him like he needed to be stepped to. You know what I'm saying? You got to put forth all the effort because it's never too much. Do it, Katie. Never too much, never too much. Exactly that. A thousand Christmas is it? I don't know where I was going. I was trying to turn it into a Christmas holiday I shit. I don't know. I'm, clearly, I'm not Nat King Cole. did not approve. Which I want for me. <laughs> it was way too much, actually. Y'all get the point. Let it inspire you. Enjoy your families. Enjoy your loved ones. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to those that the holidays are hard for. We know. We feel you. We are praying for you. We are thinking about you. Thank you for making In the Moment on the top 5% of podcasts that are shared and downloaded this year. We love and appreciate every single one of y'all who come back every week. I promise you, y'all make it all worth it. And thank you for coming back and dealing with me and dealing with Katie. We appreciate it. Happy holidays from us to you next week. No, actually, it's... Next year, bitches. Yeah, next year, bitches.